2: Well, uh, yep. well, guys, welcome into the Losers' Lounge. bro.
1: <laughs>
2: we are presented, of course, by DraftKings Sportsbook. Make sure you use the code DNVR when you sign up and download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Rough night for the Nuggets. They fall 135-110 to 110 to the Portland Trailblazers. We'll get into a lot of everything. We, there's a lot to get to tonight. Nicole Jokic's quiet game. Aaron Gordon's good game. Anthony Simons just going inferno on Denver in that second half. Um, I am joined by Brendan Vote to my left. What's going on, man? Well, I think the only other run I
3: can remember seeing like that is Dame Lillard doing this just last postseason. Yeah. I mean that was unbelievable from Simons, but that's that's all I got right now. I'm stunned, yeah. man. Stunned.
1: Also I got D line to my right. Bro, I got punched right in the smug. <laughs> right in the right dead square in the smug i was yeah. feeling great just the full Things body punch dude i got bodied like no one's ever been bodied the yeah. worst part is that well dev tell them what you did superstar devs also here just won every bet they've yeah. just won every goddamn bet after we had i told him the man's good
0: he's yeah, good bro. that was that sucked though That really, like, sucked. It it felt good to win. I will be honest. It felt good to win money. But just having (laughs) to experience that type of loss like that,
2: (laughs) we have a lot to talk about. Yeah, we We do have a lot to talk about. We'll definitely go right into uh, big impressions or or top takeaways. But we were downstairs watching the game here at the bar. Vibes were great in the first half. We were were high five. We were pumped up. The second half, I don't think we said a word to one another. No, the only thing I said was like, "Oh my god!" Every time Anthony Simons hit a three, He was.
1: I mean, we truly were like. I, I mean, we're shell shocked.
2: Yeah, like, I'm I, a little shell shocked. I, sure. I still
1: am. Like, do we have to do this whole show? Yeah, maybe we'll go short. <laughs> the worst part is
0: uh, if uh, if Jeremy Grant wasn't on that team, Simons would probably still be making shots <laughs> in a row. Like yeah. that was that was incredible. Yeah. Honestly, I'm,
2: I'm with vote. I've never seen somebody get hotter. To no. be totally honest. Uh-uh. I've watched a lot of basketball. I mean, and we watch Porter Quar- quarters. We yep. watch Murray flurries. Yep. I've
3: never seen. Yeah, I've never seen anything like that. Vote.
2: I'll go to you first, though. Top takeaway from tonight. What do you got?
3: Well, Jokic scored single digits, and he looked at the rim, maybe single digit time. And if he's conserving energy on that end, he sure didn't bring it defensively on the other end. I thought this was a legitimately bad game from who I think is. Well, I know it's the most valuable player in the league. And there are a lot of reasons they lost tonight. And so anytime you give just your one takeaway, it's gonna, you're going to get some, you're going to miss some.
1: Mm-hmm. But a
3: large part of the result tonight, Simon's run notwithstanding, in my opinion, was even after a first half that went Denver's way, Jokic never cared to dictate the result tonight. and Or wasn't able to, but I would assume it's the former because he usually is. So uh, t- tough Jokic game, guys. You
1: yeah. Know? I, I saw so... From my point of view, I mean, it just seemed like Jokic was kind of, like, orchestrating, allowing the offense to sort of work with, without it. We've seen – this is a formula we've seen from him. And then typically he'll sort of pick up the slack and get things going in the second half. But the, the foul trouble just made it impossible. And yep. then at that point, like, then he was just kind of, like – he was attempting to flop against Nurk. It was so out of character. He was, like – Jokic was so not in his bag in the second half. It was it was bizarre. It was terrible to watch. Yeah, so,
2: Nicole Jokic scored nine points, finished with nine rebounds and nine assists tonight. He attempted four shots, two of those in the first half, two of those in the second half. Look, the first half, he only shot the ball two times. He had four points, and the Nuggets had 61 points as the team. He had five assists. I didn't have a problem with how he played in the first half. His night did begin to turn right before halftime, though, when he picked up his third foul. That's yeah. actually where I feel like Denver lost momentum in this oh, game, right before halftime. And then he got his fourth foul you know, pretty early in that third quarter when the you know, Blazers came out in zone again and just kind of disrupted the Nuggets' whole game. Um, yeah, he didn't do anything in the second half, really. The foul trouble took him out of rhythm and – he just didn't really make an impact in that second half.
0: Yeah, if we're just going to talk about, like, Yoke's game, like, off-rip, at no point did I ever in life think that Nurkic would have a better game than Yoke. Did he, though? Yes, I think he did. I really don't think that Yoke was in it at all mentally, um, physically. I Like, he actually started reverting to, like, Yoke plays that I just – I wish I had never seen. Like, he's he's flopping, um, you know, he's he's kind of, like, lost on, on – defense um with the cross matchups that threw him off on offense it was like he was like michael porter jr he didn't know where to be um once they went into the zone they put him at the top of the key for whatever uh, reason and he should be at the block or like uh, you know at the high post and we saw those type of plays um but he just he just reverted to a yoke that's not mvp that's just not the guy that i've seen um the last couple of years yeah
2: i i thought he was fine in the first half I, I really did. Like, yeah. He only had four points, but like I said, Denver had 61 points of the team, Yeah. and the Blazers had 55. Like That was okay defense, I thought, from the Nuggets in that first half. Yeah, it was. Yeah, but the second half, yeah, he just didn't kind of take over the game like we thought he might, and a big part of it was the Blazers' zone just totally threw off the Nuggets. Denver... Looked like it had no idea what to do against Portland's zone tonight, and um, like like you said, Dev Jokic was standing at the three-point arc. One time they put him right at the foul line, which you know you should do every time down. They got an easy bucket. Um, it was just the Nuggets like not knowing what to do against that zone. And resigning to it too easily. So they took away Jokic in the low post fine, but you just
3: mentioned another look that still involves Jokic that by the time they finally went to it, an automatic bucket, but it took them too long. Yeah. There's a weird thing that happens in third quarters, this zone notwithstanding, kind of regardless of what look they have. They, they get off to these great first halves, and they do it through team basketball, and it's almost like they want to prove a point. Let's go play team basketball again in the third. And I get that, like the play the right way thing. But it's almost like with the way the third quarters get them, I almost wish they'd adjust their approach. Come out out of half, Jokic should be the only guy looking at the rim for the first five minutes or something more serious than whatever it is we've seen. I know the zone is something that affected them tonight, but the bottom line is seemingly every third quarter, the foot comes off the gas pedal, and they just grow content with shots that are like when – when you've got yoke and porter on the floor, you can find high percentage looks, and and they they took too many non-yoke involved in low percentage looks for me. Yeah,
0: yeah, it took a long time for uh, Denver to just actually adjust to anything, anything. that um, that Portland was doing, and if you even looked at how uh, the how Portland played, that was like a um, Rudy Carey high, like Denver East High School type of play. Like Shout they out. Would, they were doing a zone. I mean, they were doing a press. Then it would just push right back into the zone, which now pushed Yoke out of um, his positions. And Chauncey's is going to be the only like coach in the league that would try something like that. Like, that was just really an attempt to see how they would adjust or what they would do. Um, and you got to give, you know, shouts out to – Chauncey and his assistants, but Malone didn't adjust and Denver didn't adjust and it put Yoke in a very bad spot where he's not touching the ball every single time. Mm-hmm. And then when he does touch the ball, it took him a long time to try to adjust and see what was happening around him. Um, and then guys not being ready to shoot. So it was like an accumulation of just bad things all at once. Um, but it starts with like just not adjusting at all.
1: Yeah. Yeah. D-Line, what's your top takeaway from tonight? <sighs> I don't... I just. I think it's kind of just what Dev hit on, like just the inability to adjust to what was given to them. The it, It's so insane that the, it, it took a, a zone to just absolutely flummox the nuggets. They had no answer. Like, I have
2: this take that a zone should not work in the NBA. Like NBA teams are too good a shooters, too good players are too good of passers, too good a ball handlers to be stopped by a zone. But time and time again it it throws off
1: people i mean they just couldn't look better in the first half the denver nuggets they were just doing everything right getting buckets so easily at the basket aaron gordon was going off jamal murray was going off we had uh like a very confident shot from a deep three from uh jamal murray like we haven't seen since the bubble high arcing went in didn't touch anything i mean it was like Oh man, we're back. We are ascending. We are going to hit our absolute top level here. And everything was beautiful. And then the Nuggets just stopped making shots. And the, the Portland Trailblazers hit shots like I've never seen another team do. It, like the entire team just started hitting. You know? And there was a mix. I mean, when kind of brought it up, it's
3: hard to remember now. The first half went very well. Even the defense, I think, It was a
1: great first
2: half all around.
3: Not on track for a Munder, but that's containing those guards with the offensive firepower you have. They all did a good job. And. The third quarter was insane. And <laughs> some people are going to say that's Denver's poor defense. Some people have said it's scheme. Personally, I think a hefty percentage of it was, what are you going to do? Like, what are you going to do? Some of those Simons threes were just absurd. But then they fell apart. And then they couldn't get back. And then the defense no, was, was horrendous from there as well. Th- yeah, they
1: got they got dazed in the same way that we are dazed. Yeah, I mean, like yeah. I don't know how any team that that's that was like what the Warriors would do to teams and their absolute zenith when they would just come out in the third right. quarter and just punch you over and over and over and you're like you're just they kill you back. and then they kill you again Yeah, like I mean if that if that is tonight the what we saw the the Portland Trailblazers plan of attack moving forward like they're not going to be very successful that often I don't but tonight they were man I don't
0: think that's true like really um it, when you like think about that third quarter, you just think about that game, you think that there was a lot of three pointers in the game. It wasn't. In the third, it was. Yeah, at that specific moment. All but like right. they That's had a balanced attack. It. Denver's defense is what was so horrible. It wasn't, you know, Portland's offense. Guys were ISOing, guys were working hard. Like Jimmy Grant got every single rebound and went straight up with it. He attacked um, downhill, went straight at Aaron Gordon on a lot of finishes. Jokic didn't help on, on a lot of those. Um, they had multiple guys get into like just double figures by knocking down shots Lillard did whatever it is that he wanted to I, I don't think he's seen anyone all night um Anthony Simons went on fire but even before then he was getting shot so I think it was just like a balanced attack versus a team that just cannot stop anybody
2: yeah I think we should probably get to the defense because like that's probably the overarching takeaway from this game uh that the Nuggets gave up 135 points and through four games now Denver's given up 117 points in every game. Uh they gave up 123 to Utah, 123 to Golden State, 117 to Oklahoma City and 135 to Portland. So the new look revamped defense hasn't had it so far this season. I think that's concerning for sure. Definitely. Denver was up 61-55 at the half. And then the third quarter happened. Jokic got his fourth foul pretty early in that quarter. Uh, Denver went small with Jeff Green at the five. Oh, and man. then Anthony Simons caught as much fire as I've ever seen somebody catch. He had 22 in the quarter, 8 of 8 from the field, 6 of 6 from 3. And that was kind of the end of the game right there. That completely just killed Denver's spirit. Oh, kill the look, looked like they had given up after that to me. Um I mean, what are you thinking about the defense right now through four games?
3: Well, first of all, top five defense.
2: They got some work to do. They're trying
3: to avoid bottom five right now. Uh, No, I don't think they're avoiding. They're like last. They they very well could be last after this game. I think after tonight they will. (laughs) Because they
2: were bottom five coming into tonight.
3: So that's the thing. Simon's run, however you want to look at it, the defense has been a problem across four games. So, look, it's going to be really hard with Jokic, Michael Porter Jr. in the core. We know that. But Jokic wasn't even on the floor for a lot of that run in the third quarter. I think a big part of this, not all of this, um, well, first of all, first of all, it should be said that Michael Malone, you know, is a defensive-minded coach that's not getting a lot of defense out of a roster that, in theory, has the assets they need to be better than before defensively. Uh, I think a real hurdle in it right now is Jamal Murray. I think it makes him a lot. I think things just slide into place a little easier with bruce brown starting right now kcp and bruce brown defensively kind of a different thing it sounds so harsh on jamal it's not really what i'm trying to do like I'm not piling on him I, I wouldn't expect him to look at full speed yet but i do think that's an area where he's really lagging behind and it's a it's a weird thing right now where the defense might look a lot better if bruce brown was on the floor and i think having jamal in this equation is is a wrench right now a hurdle to figure out
2: yeah Uh, what's perplexing to me i'll throw it to you next dev is that there's so much more individual defensive talent on the roster this season three
1: of the top 10 of all time (laughs) yeah (laughs) a
2: lot of the top 10 defenders of the (laughs) yokuchera were on the floor together tonight with jeremy grant another top 10 defender of the yokuchera there's so much individual talent kcp bruce brown christian brown kind of got abused tonight um, yeah,
3: tough one for Chris. Aaron
2: Gordon like they're there's so many more good defenders on this team now than there have been in years past especially than there were last year and the team defense just looks the same as it does last year. The individuals like the individual talent has gone up, but the team defense seems like it stayed the same. That's concerning to me.
0: Yeah, they're just really out of sync, especially against those big time scoring guys like every star has actually went off against Denver it yeah. just has been happening Um mean you can even go back into the preseason they just don't have um that connection on the defensive end right now and it's early and you know they're going to work on it and try to get better um but for like the guys that they have this should be a team that's like locked in on that um that side of the ball this should be a team that takes pride in that side of the ball um they're giving out these defensive uh you know player of the game chains and things like that and it's for like guys still getting lit up like they really have to take some pride in their defense and they just don't have it um i, I mean i mean i want to see what it can be because i think at like the highest potential this really does have the makings to be like the best defensive team but until you see it it's it's hard to even envision it like it really is
2: yeah for sure d line what are you thinking about the defense right now it's
1: confusing i mean it really is like, so, uh, like I, I mean, it started off bad right off the right off the top when Damian Lillard just blew by KCP. And we're like, oh, God. Yeah. But here it comes again.
2: Um, Lillard went off in the first half. He had a good first half. I think he had, like, 17 or something. But again, like, Denver only gave up 55. I thought they were okay in the what first half. I mean, half. like,
1: I I just... I'm, I'm having a really hard time. Only five. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm having a hard time, like, looking at this game as a large... Or just, like, as large trends. Or just, like... Things that we can sort of ascribe to the Nuggets, like I just, I just think that third quarter was like such an anomaly. Like I just, I don't know how you quantify that shooting performance from Anthony Simons, and like once that hit, like the wall, the wheels just fell Changed off. They were like, Yeah, they were. I mean, they, they just they were dazed. Like at that point, like then, you know, anybody that wanted to could just stroll right through the lane. Like it, it just. Me, them, everyone watching just like, couldn't quite figure out what the hell was going on. Like, I didn't really have a problem with them in the first half. Did you guys feel like they were defensively having issues in the first half? Like, No, that's what I've been saying. Yeah. It,
2: L- Damian Lillard had a good half, but Damian Lillard always kills the Nuggets. Theoretically, with the point of attack defenders the Nuggets brought in, he shouldn't kill them as much this season. Right. Um, me and Dev were talking about it. Like, Damian Lillard's game is so crazy. He doesn't have this, like, huge bag of moves. He does one quick hesitation move, gets by anybody he wants to, gets into the lane untouched. Like That's what happens every time he tries to penetrate and make something happen against Denver. It's crazy. But um, I the first half was fine, I thought. They were just,
3: you know, too loose in the third quarter, like on both ends. You know, the shot selection was weird. And then there was a lack of urgency defensively. And I do think they are, some people point out in the chat, they're definitely guilty of letting Simons get too comfortable in that third quarter. But right. again... He's, I, he's the type of guy, he makes a couple threes, right. boom, he's hot. His it, confidence is up there. Like you would say about Porter, defensively on the other side, don't let him get going. And then you can kind of keep him. But once he gets going, there's not much you God can do. Damn. They let him get going. There was a threshold cross. There were a couple of those threes that wasn't anyone's fault. But I, they have to... The, the lack of urgency in the third quarter whether it's offense or defense it is bizarre it's gone on far too many years regardless of injuries or no injuries or it's if they can come out in the third quarter and treat it like that's when the game is won i honestly think they can w- put these games away then and what, there what but they just get, don't like
1: what do you like just what are they doing at half yeah time? like what, what what do you think that the cause of that is this like does well, tonight more like a, a rah-rah speech in the second no, half? No, it's it's not that. It, like Tonight,
2: I think you can clearly point to the Blazers making a big adjustment coming into the third quarter, the zone, and the Nuggets not looking like they were ready for it. Right. That's what tonight looked like to me.
0: I agree.
3: Yeah, yeah. just
2: taking,
0: too long, the zone them taking too long to adjust to the zone while one team is getting hot um, as you're still trying to figure it out. Um, it just took uh, Denver a lot of time to just see what they were throwing at them. Then they mixed it up. So it was like Denver was trying to read what was happening while also getting lit up on the other, sen- uh, other side of the floor. But that's like the good thing is to just throw different looks at people to be able to um, make those adjustments um, and catch people on their back foot. And Denver just got caught on their back foot. Yeah. But, but
3: there's also this is what I mean about the Jokic thing. Okay, it caught them by surprise. Things shouldn't and don't catch Jokic by surprise. Sure. This is... Sure. So if it's in a timeout, hey, guys, here's what we have to do. Hey, guys, get me the ball here. And he doesn't do that, and it's the coach's job. Fine, fair enough. But he, maybe he should have, and he should have tonight if he didn't. Again, I'm not on the bench. It just felt like... I mean, games games have a, a, a soul and a vibe, yeah? Like, you can feel games slipping away. You can oh, yeah. feel runs coming. Mm-hmm. And... Stopping those runs isn't all just about defense and timeouts. Like that's a great spot for your best player, the best player in the world, to say, "It's not a run. Maybe we right. give up a bucket, but we're getting two on the other end." Yeah. And I just felt like he never got involved in that way to will the result in a different direction. So His energy was so—it was
1: yeah. weird. Yeah. I, just I literally just looked jump. up the weather in Portland. Cloudy,
2: rainy. Well, maybe that's what it seasonal is. affected depression. Oh god, that, I'm well, telling it's you, getting <laughs> cooler here. Yeah, I, I agree with you, vote. The game was just. Hanging in the balance, right? To open that second half, and time and time again, we've seen Jokic grab hold of that and win the Nuggets of the game. Right? He didn't grab hold of it tonight. It didn't seem like he really wanted to either. Let's hit a break. We'll run down uh, the entire box score tonight. Go Ugh. player by player. Go over some more takeaways from tonight. Do right
3: we after have this. To? Yes. God damn. It. All right. What day is it? To? It's Monday, right? Oh, you guys want to talk about Hassle Cattle Company? Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. That's Finally. That's what I need right now. Uh, the
1: mood ho- booster.
3: I don't have the, the read up though. So Eric, say something about Hassle so Cattle So here's Company. the thing
1: about Hassle Cattle Company. They produce the highest quality beef that you can get anywhere. Best damn Wagyu beef around. The best damn Wagyu beef. Wagyu beef, if you don't know what it is, it comes from a specific breed of cattle. Typically, you think about it like Kobe beef. You've heard of that before. Yeah. Kobe beef, but it Overrated. It, well it's not it's certainly not overrated but that's a <laughs> that's a Japan thing. This is the same breed of cattle but it's they're raised in Texas by you know Texas ranchers which we know is known for already high quality beef. Wagyu beef coming from Hassel Cattle is so goddamn delicious. Why is it delicious? It's got something called marbling. There's more fat content. The all marbling. Throughout. When you, like if you, and, and the thing is it's very affordable. You can get a steak for around $12 if you so choose. Yeah. Ranging all the way up to much higher uh, it's price It's the type cuts. of
2: thing that when you're buying it, it looks like you're spending a lot of money because you're buying a lot of meat at one time, but in the long run it's Bro. so much cheaper than if you buying yeah. stuff at the grocery store. if you store.
1: come to if you come to any one of our tailgates, we have hassle cattle being cooked up by the other dev, not superstar well, dev, the, but that's devving. the thing. You don't just stop buying a car and a little hassle cattle, you know, a little beef beef car.
3: It's a beef train. You load oh, up. You dear. throw as much oh, as you baby. can. Dude, you load up train. because when you go to HassleCattleCompany.com to secure your bag of beef, bag of beef. and use code DNVR28, you're going to get 20% off your entire purchase. 20% off all that beef. Eric, can you believe it? No, I simply can't believe it. Hassle Cattle <laughs> Company. Uh, what a treat. Check them out what's the other read i'm supposed to do game time game <laughs> time is great because sometimes you want to go to a game but you don't know that until game time game time that's right harrison and then you go are there any tickets still available well here's the deal uh a lot of people a lot of season ticket holders sometimes they can't make it sometimes last last second last minute and game time wants you to get your hands on those tickets at a very very reasonable price Oh, there's that, there's that sweet read. Uh, check out the link in our description of this podcast. Tickets, purchases made uh, through that link. Let them know that we sent you. If you love DNVR, you love love Time. The best way to support us is by buying your links through that description, join over 15 million people who've downloaded the Game GameTime app and score the best seats to all your favorite events. Uh, why is this different from the other seat, seat-, seat ticketing companies? Uh, well, you check it last second and the deal is just better. So you can get near courtside. You can get yourself in Ball Arena. Last second, great deals. Check out Game Time. Use the link in the
1: description. Yeah, Fill Ball Arena on Wednesday. drown out any garbage Laker fans. Wednesday, the Lakers
2: come to town. A great chance to To get a W and a great chance to use Game Time. Yeah. Keep the Lakers fans out of Ball Arena. It's our Check house. All right. We're back here on the DNVR Nuggets post game lounge presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use the code DNVR when you sign up and download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. I want to go to now the one guy who had a good game for the Denver Nuggets tonight. He's also our DraftKings Sportsbook King of the Game. It's Aaron Gordon. He did. This a was, was a an game, easy man. choice. Uh, hey, King of the Game has been. Uh, a debated topic on these first three games. It was an easy choice tonight, though. Twenty-six point six rebounds, one assist, twelve of sixteen from the field. He went zero two from three, so twelve of fourteen from two. He had about fifty dunks tonight. Dev, what do you like from Aaron Gordon's game?
0: Well, it seems like uh, when Aaron Gordon plays well, the Nuggets are not playing well. Like that's not good. <laughs> that's what's <laughs> been happening. Like and, you know, in their loss to Utah, he had a great game you know, and then they, they lost the game. And in this game, he had a great game and they lost the game, but it just goes to show like he's the only one that's been aggressive um, this yeah. year. He's been the only one that's been really trying. And that's what actually frustrates me most with Jokic is um, having Jamal Murray come back, having MPJ come back. I thought he was still try to, you know, have it become easier for him. Now he's just kind of reverting to those guys. He's um, being timid and Aaron Gordon is just feasting on, on boards and putbacks and slashes and um, just getting his his buckets in the grimy way. Um, just because he's not being able to knock down his jumper, um, he's getting it from a, a lot of slashing just by uh, like a lot of movement. So he's being himself while everything else around him is just um, you know not doing so well. I would like to see him step up a little bit more in the defensive end. It just seems like offense has been um, what's what's been doing well for him. But this is a game that. Um, he came and he brought it, and he seems to be the only one that wants to win right now. Um, so they got to just kind of uh, feed off of that um, and and just step up around him. He had a good game.
2: Yeah, he brought some fire tonight. What happened at the beginning of the game, though, is Jeremy Grant went at Aaron Gordon. Yeah, really often early on. Yep, like the first four or five minutes Dude, we of this game, broke his nose. It was just Jeremy Grant, like. Trying to go into Aaron Gordon's chest every single possession. I feel like that got him going,
1: and uh, led to a good game. What do you think, Dion? I mean, he looked awesome. He was the only person that was playing, like it. But it, it it also like put him into bad position where sometimes he was shooting threes, which is like the last thing you want from Aaron Gordon. Yeah, it's hard to threes. fault Aaron Gordon two, though. Like, two, like really, he attempts. truly was. Even when the rest of the Nuggets were completely dazed, like we were talking about, like he was still going hard. He was still cutting. He was still getting rebounds, putting back you know a, a bunch of reverse jams it's it's nice when like at least one of your players like doesn't get completely discouraged and, yeah. like actually has shows you a little fight and a little will um so i mean you love that out of a guy that has been maligned for a lot of the time when he's been here you know for on, on, and and this is exactly what you want out of aaron gordon exactly
2: what yeah. you want. i do feel like his defense has dropped off from last year Definitely. though i was gonna say that is that what you think
3: I, it's been a long time i think since he's looked like that that guy and and i actually think the biggest thing is just straight line drives i think i think there, there were a lot of those tonight ag does a lot well defensively but it's a little confusing i think which players like specifically who and and with how much ease they're able to just turn a corner on them that kind of is something that wasn't the case his first third of last season i think since has been weird no this is not really like a, a take just an observation aaron gordon's had two really good games this year nuggets lost them both two subpar well, that's, games that's uh, devs yeah argument. That dev yeah. was saying so yeah i don't know it's a it's a weird start for ag but i like when he's aggressive like this and i just hope he doesn't you know lose that
2: yeah i just like that this was a game where he played to his strengths he stayed inside he dunked a lot yeah, exactly. he was yeah. physical like that's what aaron gordon needs to do um Jamal Murray tonight. Twenty-seven minutes, eight points, two rebounds, one assist, three of twelve shooting. Dev, what do you see out of Jamal tonight? Um, I'm just not a huge
0: fan of high usage Jamal right now. Yeah, um, I want him to to ease his way back in, to work his way back in but still yoke should be the one touching the ball every single time and it's just kind of like they're trying to get back to the old jamal and the way that they played before and it's not a knock on jamal because he's just playing how you know the scheme um is saying you know for him to do but i want him to to just he he is the one that's trying to work around it and, and try to like just working slowly, and it just feels like he's trying to get right back to who he was, um, taking the same tough shots, taking a lot of shots. he He's not there quite yet, yeah. um, and he is getting there slowly. But, like, right now I just feel like they're, they're putting him in bad situations where he's trying to um, do a little bit too much, and that's just uh, tough. And then also on the defensive side of the, of the ball, this was a bad cross matchup that, like, yeah. kind of putting him in there ruined – the whole game plan like i think that that was just bad because like we talked about in the pregame who was he gonna guard and it was just very weird and then on the other way they put jeremy grant on him and i know a reason for that was to have jeremy grant be the sagger and to just double team um yoke the entire time so that's how they came out so yoke is now thinking they're gonna double team there he's gonna have to do that then they throw a zone at him then they throw presses at him it was just a lot and they're not pressing a lot of other guys. They pressed Jamal because they know that they could keep up with him right mm-hmm. now. So I just feel like uh, it's just a lot of uh, Adam right now too fast. Yeah,
2: I, I kind of also get the sense that Jamal has come back and he's playing the same role that he did before he was injured. He's the point guard. He's initiating a lot of stuff. He's handling the ball a ton. It almost seems like he's got too much on his plate right now. And I don't know if that's what he wants, what the Nuggets want. What, if it's a combination, I, I don't know. But I think they should try to dial his his role back a little bit here. He, he's just obviously yeah. got a ways to go to get back into the Jamal Murray rhythm that we know. And that's okay. Right. That will take time. But it seems like he's got a lot on his shoulders right now for a guy playing in his fourth game in 18
1: months yeah I mean he came out and had a stretch where it really looked like Jamal was back it really it really looked and he's had stretches like that in almost every game yeah but this one even more so I thought like I I was like okay all right like this this looks familiar and then you know in the second half like it looked like he was really trying to like start a cold engine. Like he just couldn't, like he was shooting, but like he wasn't doing it convincingly. He didn't have a lot of conviction behind any of his, uh, th- the shots he was taking or any of the actions he was uh, involved in. He, it just looked like he got cold and like he didn't know how to get himself going again. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was bizarre. Like the, the tale of two house for him specifically was like really really stood out
0: yeah Vote i'll set you up for this one just my question first before you go on jamal sure should this been a game that bruce brown that, that jamal played more than bruce brown in a game where lillard is the one that's lighting them up and then anthony simons also lights them up yeah. should this be a game that bruce brown should be playing a little bit more i mean i think you're
3: really at like a big picture philosophical question at this point are you is it wins and losses already that concerns you most if that's the case I think Jamal has to come off the bench. Now, one could also argue that does him favors, taking less off his plate, and some have. But there's another thing to it as well where, you know, I think about the way the Brooklyn season fell apart, the way the Clippers, now injuries have played a long part of this, large part in this, the way the Clippers have largely underwhelmed in this Kawhi and Paul George era. And you can't punt on the regular season. And you do have to build those habits, and the best version of this team does have Jamal in a high usage role, playing a lot of minutes with the starters, with the ball in his hands. So it's it to me. There's no doubt that they're worse right now with him in the starting lineup. But is that worth it to you? Is that worth it to Malone? And and you know, is there more value in letting him work out the kinks now and and yeah. building winning habits with the rotation you want to see in the playoffs sooner rather than later? But yeah. I think
2: you would respond to that with can't you ramp up like can't you have him starting yeah. and you know start the season with him playing 50% of the role you envision Jamal playing when the Nuggets are fully optimized then a month into the season you know he's at 65% then he's up at right. 80% by January right. by March he's at 90% of you know what Jamal Murray's role will be um i think that's more of the argument here like Bruce Brown played 24 minutes tonight probably should have played more should yeah. have played more with the starters for sure um, so it's it's a balance that the Nuggets are going to have to weigh for sure but to your point they've definitely committed to yes we're going to have Jamal Murray you know play the same role now that we hope he plays at the end of the season right yeah
1: yeah I mean I imagine I imagine there'll be some sort of shift Th- that's I mean that's one thing we've seen like the, the frustration with Michael Malone, I feel like pretty universally is that he doesn't respond well in the moment. Like, he's just not a good in game adjustment coach. Like, I, he's just not. Like, the longer it goes, like, the more clear this becomes. But he is a good long term coach. And, like, he makes changes a game or two after you want him to sure. always. Um, so, hopefully, that kind of because, it, you know, it's an easy sell to a guy like Jamal. It, it, it's not like performance base where he's not getting benched but it's like listen you know we got to be realistic with where you are and you know sort of seeing where all of the offense is and where every player is like we, we just sort of have to figure this out and again like we were talking about in the pregame I mean Malone theoretically has so many weapons at his disposal that you kind of hope early on we were like really praising him for you know we were seeing lineups that and we've seen this now almost every game. There's been some lineup that we'd not seen before that we didn't necessarily expect to be together. And it looked like just that we was, got one of those in the first half tonight that, too. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah, what yeah, I mean. Like Jamal it, Murray, Bones Highland were on the floor together. Exactly. And lot. we were like, okay, this is cool. Like he's kind of in his bag. He's sort of, you know, playing a uh, matchup chess a little bit. And then that just all just completely fell apart.
3: I just think right now it's still just, he's like, okay, you know, I just got to make this shot. I hope this shot goes in and it's yeah. not, you know, at his peak, when we last saw him, he was reading the floor at a higher level than ever before. The game was as slow as it's ever been for him. Yeah. And right yeah. now, it's a little bit of like, all right, six seconds left. I'll get this shot up. I hope yeah. it goes in. You for know? sure.
2: I mean, look, I'm, you can't really rag on Jamal no. Murray. No. no, no, no. Like, to be clear. To be clear. It is what it is. Coming back from an injury like an ACL not playing for 18 months, it's going to be a long road to get back to where he was before that. but. I mean, you just look at what he's done in the three games he's played. Like Nuggets' best game of the season was the game he did not play in. Like that's just the fact. But this right is where now. Yoke comes in for me, right? I, th- I
3: actually am a proponent of just playing him and get through it and let him catch up. Just play, mm-hmm. and then you go, well, we're gonna lose some games in the meantime. But that's where Yoke comes in, and in my opinion, and that's why I was disappointed in him tonight. Again, to say that's why they lost would be a stretch. The defense was pretty bad, but yeah, he can be the guy that says, oh, this is suboptimal. I'll clean it all up. Yeah. We're winning these games anyway. We'll survive this stretch of the regular season. We know he can. And so that's
0: that's the root of the frustration. Yeah, but if you even go back to the, the one game that Jamal did not play, that was Yoke's best game right. of the year. So like he was actually aggressive when the offense was running through him. He wanted to score the basketball and not just try to set guys up the entire time. The defense looked a little bit better. Um, The rotation looked a little bit better. And I'm not trying to say it's all on Jamal, but I just think that easing him in would just be a little bit easier for everyone else. Um, He just looks a little bit uncomfortable right now because he's overthinking. He's, you know, right back into the same guy because he's playing the exact same role. Um, And I thought with a year off, um, longer than a year off, you know he would see how the the nuggets of playing and the offense was never the issue so yeah. don't change that right try to get it done in different ways so like right now I just I just expect it different
1: yeah the, there were moments where I thought that he and Jokic were gonna run a little two-man game like we've come to know and love and it was just clunky it didn't work like it, it immediately became not that with in normal like in times past you would expect like a slick little pocket pass coming from jamal murray and it just didn't come like he sort of stopped then pivoted around didn't quite know what to do with the basketball mm-hmm. i mean we're not in all at all blaming jamal murray for this loss but if we're just going through you know like looking at each one of the nuggets like yeah. he's just not at his his strength which or his uh, his final level of strength that we know that he has it's just I, we don't know when he's gonna get there but. I mean, I, I, I'm i kind of with vote on this, though. I kind of think, like, he only gets there through playing, right? Like, you just kind of have to grin and bear it a little bit. I I mean, the Nuggets were in a position to absolutely win this game coming out of the first sure. half. Sure, sure. Um, and, you know, I, I, I don't put any of what happened after that on Jamal. Like, it yeah. Just, it, I don't know. It's just frustrating. I just
2: think the other approach is what the Clippers are doing with Kawhi Leonard. I don't know if one's right and one's wrong. Right. I don't know. I'm just right. saying there, there's another I, option. Again, out like there. the Clippers didn't care for
3: that regular season, and I think it cost them in the bubble, right against Denver. That's reductive analysis, but there there is something to. Okay, we get through this. We know what it's like because Jamal will be the starting one. And there are still some questions yeah. about Jamal and Porter and Jokic getting answers to those questions sooner rather than later. I get it. I get. I get the approach. You know, even if it doesn't work out, I at least follow the logic. Yeah.
2: Let's hit another break. Uh, we'll get to Michael Porter's game on the other side. We'll run down the rest of the roster. Yeah. Woo! You look <laughs> enthused. <laughs> Who wouldn't be? <laughs> DraftKings
3: Sportsbook. Is America's top rated sports book, and everyone can get in on the action. Download the app now, use promo code DNVR when you sign up because there are so many ways to play and so many ways to win when you're doing it. As with Draft Do what sportsbook. Dev says, uh, yeah, follow Dev. Just follow Dev. Here is the deal, NBA fans. Basketball is back. Uh, yeah, we know. An official sports betting partner of the NBA DraftKings Sportsbook wants you to know that new customers can make any $5 NBA Moneyline bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Uh, and everyone, in addition to that, everyone, not just new users, can boost their winnings up to 100% with DraftKings stepped up. Same game parlays, the more legs you add, the more money you can win. There's like, you could go over on Yoke rebounds, over on Aaron Gordon rebounds under on Tatum points. Probably not going to win that one this year, but you could. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR. Make any $5 bet. Get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Use promo code DNVR. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Go ahead and see the show notes for those details. One thing several people on this show do literally every single day when they wake up. Yep. Uh Uh-oh. Sounds like a, a scary start to a read, but I'm just talking about Athletic Greens. We we get our daily nutritional insurance. One scoop, twelve ounces of cold water, and we have everything we need. All the vitamins we need. We don't need to take a bunch of pills. We don't need to be tracking what we're getting throughout the day. I got my one scoop of Athletic Greens, and I got everything I need. Seventy-five high-quality vitamins, vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. Let's go, dude. This is uh, it's also delicious. It's also much more delicious than it looks. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your purchase. All you got to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash nuggets. That's athleticgreens.com slash nuggets to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance today. I, I had some
1: Athletic Greens today. Yeah? I wish I had instead I had just slept all day. Like... <laughs> I'm up, I'm awake, I'm uh, I'm at my full capacity. Yeah, and I took in the worst possible games. So yeah, no thank you. That was Al-Pet a waste of agreed. a day from you. <laughs>
2: Bad day. Bad day. But I'm gonna throw out a DraftKings pick of the week here. I'm taking the Warriors. This is tomorrow to win in Phoenix. They're the underdog, plus one fifteen. I'm taking the, the Warriors, warriors, warriors. Oh, to man. win in Phoenix.
1: DraftKings sportsbook like pick of the week, dude. A, a, a volatile. DraftKings pick of the week. I like it. That's all I'm after. Not you. All right, we are
2: back here on the DMVR Nuggets post-game lounge, a loser's lounge. Unfortunately, we're presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use the code DMVR when you sign up and download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Let's get to the rest of these guys who we haven't touched on yet. Michael Porter Jr. tonight, 18 points, 7 of 14 from the field, 4 of 8 from 3, so he kept up the 50% uh, rate that he's hitting threes at this season. Four rebounds, two assists. Did most of his damage in the first half. Vote. What do you think of Michael Porter's night tonight? The Porter minutes went well tonight.
3: They really did. You know, that's anecdotally, that's the case represented in his plus minus, of course, a noisy stat, but
2: he had him. He was a minus three tonight. That was the best mark on the Nuggets out of their starters. Every other starter was in the double digit yeah, negatives. by a wide
3: margin. Exactly.
2: By a wide margin. No, I thought the quarter minutes went well. I got to say, this is the fourth game
3: in a row now where you look at his shooting numbers and then you see only 17, 18 points. And I, I'll just say it again. Get, get him the ball. I, especially in those third quarters, where if it's not going to be, we're spamming Jokic. You know, as much as I've really enjoyed the start KCP's gotten off to, like, I don't need those shots. Let Porter shoot. Mm-hmm. And he's finding a lot of shots within the flow of the offense. I, find him more looks. Let it fly when you get him. He's. I, Porter's had a good start to the season, man. For. for It's kind of funny, for all the sort of volatile elements in the season so far, Porter's been fairly steady, which is not a word you'd use to describe him.
2: Yeah, he actually has been pretty steady. Scoring, I think defensively, I mean, he still has his low lights for sure, um, but the effort is there. We've talked about that. I think he's improving defensively, even if he's starting at a super low level. He was getting to the rim tonight. He had that one really nice drive and finished. The three ball was working, of course. Dev, what do you think of Porter's game and how he's looked through four games this season?
0: I think he's looked great. He's a guy that um, it doesn't matter how he gets the ball, he can put it in the basket. Like, you could throw him a a grenade late in the shot clock, he's going to shoot it. Contest it, he's going to shoot it. And it's going to go in every single time. He's also, like, moving without the ball. Um, so I think that he's just starting to find his like flow um, of knowing where to be in the offense. Um, I, I just don't feel like he's like lost out there um, mm-hmm. at all times, like I felt like in the past. I feel like he's trying a lot more on defense. Yeah, There's still it. like those lapses, but at least the effort is there um, that you can't get upset about. In this game um, specifically, really, really good in the first quarter or first yeah. half where I was just like, okay, this is going to be one of those games. Then you had that collision with, uh, with Nurkic. Right. And he just he looked uncomfortable for the rest of the game, um, running a little bit funny, um, turning down shots. He made like one tough that was shot, the thing but I it noticed. wasn't his real, like, you know, that wasn't his, his shot, um, but just not trying the same way. And I don't know if he's actually injured. I'll be actually, you know, want to hear what Malone has to say about it. Um, and he still got to play. But also, we've seen that before. I think that's what's so scary about you know, Michael Porter Jr. Is we've seen him still try to run, still try to play, and then had to sit for an entire year. So um, it's just scary with him like just seeing any type of falls or any type of it is so um, scary. anything like right now. So while he finished the game, <laughs> they're, they're still, they're still worry.
2: Yeah, we were holding our breath. Dude. It did seem like he was running a little funny before – this time. <laughs> no one gets like D uh, line went absolutely silent at that <laughs> point
1: <laughs> did I've been
2: silent for like an hour and a half
3: <laughs> yeah. but hey he came back he came they never heard nothing of it oh, was he's, there, he
1: started like, the third started quarter the third. played regular yeah, minutes I thought he was moving okay this is part of what it is to have Michael Porter Jr. on your team is that you're always waiting for the other shoe to drop like you're always like oh man this is great and then I mean he's also like challenging Jokic for every rebound like he's in deep like he's he had a couple contested traffic rebounds yeah like it, it, it's you know we this is something we've already, always known about his game but like it like makes me nervous like just everything that that goes like a little bit wrong with michael porter jr you're just like oh my god because he's you see we're already seeing like just how unbelievably transcendent we all know how he can shoot the basketball it's just like to see it in practice over and over you're just like my god man like yeah Yeah, you really think every shot is going to go in. They go in 50% of the time. (laughs) Pretty good.
3: (laughs) No, literally, right? We said coming into the game, eight attempts per game from three on 50% shooting so far. Tonight, four of eight,
2: 50%. He got up eight threes tonight. He's got to be taking 10 plus threes a game. If he's shooting 50%, shoot the ball 10 times from three. three, At least each game. I mean, that's not a lot. That's not that many for a guy
3: shooting 50% from three. And there are better shots. There are best shots that come within the flow of the offense. But when a guy is shooting 50% on volume, until he's missing more of them, none of these are bad shots. Let him shoot. Even if he's
2: shooting 40, 41, 42%, 10 threes a game for Michael Porter. Like That should be the minimum, I think. No doubt. I did notice what Dev brought up. It did seem like in the second half, he passed up threes that he would normally shoot. And I don't know if he was just trying to work the ball. And I don't know what it was, but he definitely did pass up a couple looks that he would normally fire on. So I don't know. Uh, oh. Let's move to the bench. The one guy who stood out from the bench tonight was Bones Highland. 15 points. Only guy on the second unit in double figures. 15 points. The third highest score on the Nuggets night behind That's Gordon wild. and Michael Porter. He went four of seven from three. Three assists. Three assists. Um, one turnover, throw it to you first, Dev. Bones Highland tonight, what'd you think?
0: In weird ways, it kind of looked like Bones got benched. Like, he didn't actually get benched, but, like, he he didn't play as much for him to be, like, uh, a catalyst for, like, the offense. Like, he got it started. Um, he kept it going and flowing. Even his, like, small stint with DeAndre Jordan, he got him a couple of easy dunks, um, And there's like those ups and downs with Bones. Uh, Like There's still the frustration like on him running the offense. Like I really don't think that that's as comfortable for him as, you know, times look. Like I think that sometimes it looks great, but then there's a lot of times it doesn't look great. And in these close situations or in these games where um, you need him to play really well, I feel like he turns the ball over, just kind of Mm -hmm. careless passes um, and just like doesn't, run the offense um the way that he should and that's him like being the point guard when there should be another point guard with him and that's just kind of what the rotation entails right now but um that's something that while we're seeing jamal get integrated into the offense i think that bones is also trying to get integrated to being a, a point guard like an actual point guard and just being complete so this was like a a mixed bag type of game
1: with bones it really was dude. i'm surprised he scored that many points honestly like
2: four or seven from three that's where yeah he shot better than michael
1: porter jr like i (laughs) bones is like he's frustrating right now like he just keeps and it's like what dev is saying like he's it doesn't seem like he knows how to run the offense like he just keeps charging in with his head down gets in super deep and then doesn't quite have a plan like he'll leave leave his feet or he'll be underneath the rim so there's like not even an opportunity for him to finish and then like a lot of like just bad passes putting people in a bad position but then you know you get the great side of bones where he can just be he can just fill it up yeah Just really when he when he gets going there's almost almost nobody better on the nuggets um and i i mean i wholeheartedly agree like i want ish smith to be running the the second unit and bones to be playing the two instead of the one or bruce brown to be initiating the offense. somebody like i don't want it to be all on bones because he's just not i don't know he's just not suited for it at this exact moment in his career like i'm not saying he can't but it just he keeps getting in weird bad positions yeah i've
2: been underwhelmed with bones to start the season i i feel like he's disappointed a little bit and i agree He's done stuff this year that I don't remember him doing last year. Like he's done bad things this year that I don't remember him doing yeah. last year. Like you were saying he's just driving into the lane right. trying to make something happen. All of a sudden he's under the rim getting his shot blocked. Like just really rookie like mistakes that he didn't even make last year. No. It seems like to me he's just trying to do too much. That's what he, I was He's gonna just got to settle down. Let the game come to him. Make the easy, simple play more often. Like Monte Morris did so well as the Nuggets backup point guard for years. Um, I think he's just trying to do too much right now.
3: I agree. D line says, you know, he's not playing within the offense. I think part of it is there's not much of an offense with that group. And, you know, we've seen so many different variations of it, which is also to be fair to the guys involved. A little bit of Jamal with the bench again tonight. And I think until you can feel good about those minutes and the mic with the bench minutes and feel better than you do now, you're going to see Bones looking around, seeing a half court offense that isn't generating much and thinking, I got to be the guy here. And I really don't hate that instinct. You know, the results haven't been there, but I think it's a symptom of a larger problem, which is that bench really doesn't have much of an identity. Mm -hmm. And... I'm not surprised that DeMarcus Cousins is not on this roster, but Bones looked a lot better with DeMarcus Cousins to play off of because he was another option, another weapon, another guy to draw attention. And I think Bones has found looks for Jordan, but Jordan is certainly not sucking attention away, you know, from the defense.
0: Yeah, you know when Bones looked best in this game? When Portland went into that zone and They just kind of rotated the ball around until they found Bones, and then he's knocking down the open three. This was a game that his shot was falling. Put another guy in there that could be like a facilitator or just a playmaker that could make things happen and let him shoot the ball. Um, I think think it's a tough spot to be in because you want Bones to get better as a point guard where he could have that balance, so you want him to progress on that way. But also, like, his strength is scoring the basketball, shooting the basketball, yep. being able to attack not from the top of the key, but from a different angle and using his speed. He can't do that as the the primary ball handler where all of the attention is on him. So being able to um, just have a guy, like, that can move off of him. You brought up DeMarcus Cousins. Cousins wasn't a, a guy that, like, was setting guys up, but he was a good playmaker. He was another weapon where yep. you don't have to have all of the attention on bones. Right now I feel like that that's what's happening. So... Um, Just trying to use his strengths in different ways and try to, like, have it come together, have him uh, have those games where he's just going to go off and and score the basketball. And I just feel like that's what Bones needs right now. He needs a game that he just lights it up and gets um, his
2: mojo back.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, Nobody else really on the bench worth spending too much time on. Christian Brown played thirteen minutes tonight. He was went firmly him. in the rotation. Damian Lillard <laughs> went at him. They went at him. For all of those thirteen minutes, every one of those possessions for sure. Jeff Green, not much to say there. No. Bruce Brown didn't really do much. Six points, five rebounds, four assists, kinda of filled up the box score, but I didn't really feel Bruce Brown make that big of an impact tonight.
1: He was the only one that was like willing to attempt to Break that zone and actually just drive. He did have a rim. couple of nice drives. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. And then DeAndre Jordan only played ten minutes, but I thought you know was was pretty bad. Um, do we have any super chats, Kale? <laughs> no, <sir. laughs> no,
3: how'd the night go, fellas? Yeah,
2: Let's yeah. Dude, oh, we, my dude, God. That,
1: that hey, is the most appropriate.
3: I just want to acknowledge it so that the chat doesn't have an aneurysm. I also thought Malone should have challenged that fifth foul. Oh, yeah. We should pitch.
1: talk about that.
3: He's, he's not great. He overthinks the challenge. And I've asked him about it. He prefers to have it end of game for not just the points, but end of game let's keep that fifth or sixth foul off
2: yoke well that didn't prevent him from using it in the first quarter against the thunder that's
3: i know man and it's just like that's his answer about it but the way he uses it does not follow and i think he really overthinks it's also
0: just silly to not back your superstar your guy yeah you just have to back him Um, even if you're gonna lose it just show like I'm with yeah. you, you know, like right. I'm gonna try to do anything I can to like not have you pick up a foul. And then on that one, I think it actually did worse than you know, it it was worse than anything else. That was the end of the game. First really? off, nope. it was the end Absolutely. of the game. There was not gonna be a late chance, uh, late you know, chance opportunity. Second off, that was actually like gonna be overturned. And then three now the. Portland just attacked Yoke every single time because they knew that he couldn't foul or he was going to be out of there. So, like, it now was giving up points and things like that. So, I just think that that's just – he needs to be a little bit smarter about how he uses those. And I just feel like if you're going to use them on anybody, it should be Jokic.
2: Yeah. What happened on that play, Jokic drove against Nurkic right near the basket in the paint. Um, Nurkic flopped. And then Jokic got whistled for his fifth foul.
3: But another reason why it's a great spot to come in and and use it there, Jokic finally looked at the rim. Jokic finally looked at the floor and thought, yeah. the only thing that can happen here is if I make it happen." Yeah. And then he and then he gets that you know and to, to show for it. So I just thought it would have been a great time to challenge again. I don't know if they win <laughs> this game. Simons took the whole damn train off the tracks. But yep. there, I know there are little things. There are just little things. This was not the best game from a great many of
2: important people in this Dude, you know? I, I kind
1: of thought we were past the like early season Jokic funk game. This like, seems
2: like a game from two years ago. It three really years does. Ago.
1: Like, I mean, yeah. Like, the defense, shooting, Jokic's. Shooting four times. Jokic like, being
2: so passive. Just the inconsistency on the roster around him that we got tonight. It seems like a game that we kind of thought we were over. But maybe we're not Yeah, man I, I don't know I don't yeah. know
1: All right, Can we go home?
2: Yeah, rough <laughs> night tonight uh, <laughs> I think that'll do it Nuggets fall 135 uh, to one. Usually at some
1: point in the
3: therapy lounge We get inspired No, you, no, you want to know what? You know yeah, bring inspired?
0: us back, dude Bring us back What's They up? have the opportunity huh? To blow out the Lakers go, hey, That's back. gonna get the vibes right back Hopefully. It doesn't matter how bad they are you just you want to beat the Lakers every single time. Like Dang. that's like that's a get right type of game. Like we're going to see a lot of Westbrook bricks. Oh. We're going to see a lot of LeBron oh, just trying it. to score in that. Talk it. Um Anthony Davis falling to the oh, ground like I just, he's going to fall wait. All so, all over the top. Ta- hey, it was a bad floor. to every dog has his day. It was a bad <laughs> yeah. day. They're going to bounce back and we're going to be right back here in the Winners Lounge.
2: Yeah. All right, I dev, that was good. One great thing about the Nuggets schedule is they play the Lakers twice in the next three games they go first Lakers versus the Jazz at the Lakers so two more games when Russell Westbrook will still be on the Lakers oh baby let's go (laughs) that Denver gets this is where you remember how it felt after Utah and then remember the
3: Golden State night not too long after gonna have a lot of ups and downs this season so stick with it
2: yeah tough night for Denver tonight though they fall in Portland to the Blazers but they are back home Wednesday against the Lakers great chance for a bounce back thanks for tuning in guys if you can hit that thumbs up before you get out of here you can yeah it takes (laughs) not even a second it (laughs) takes shows point one second it takes literally the most the least amount of (laughs) effort you'll put into anything today (laughs) hit that thumbs up thanks for tuning in everybody we'll Uh, be back next time kill me talk to you then